Phalanx Covenant Generation X. Generation Next. Next. It's almost <laughs> Generation X. It's almost Generation X. <laughs> and this is my RTCH report. Welcome back. So today we are going to be doing the last Phalanx Covenant Generation Next. The ones with the Emma and skin on the front. Yeah. <laughs> Particularly the issues uh, and what are they titled? Uh, Uncanny X Men three seventeen. Enter freely and of your own will and the X-Men number 37 issue is this the time where there was like two teams of X-Men yeah yeah the currents shift currents shift yeah so um, what's what's happening at this point Riley what happens in these two issues well the four mutants who are kidnapped are together on a big ship. Yeah. And well, there's five mutants, aren't there? Five? But are there? <laughs> True. Gregor. Gregor, Fa yeah. Phalanx weirdo. Yeah. And they escape, thanks to Miss Minet Saint Croix. Amazing Croix. And who who's the main villain in this book? Harvest. Harvest, yeah. He's pretty terrible. He is pretty terrible. I mean, who gives up their life just for to give up mutants in the world? I know I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And the X-Men get to a safe house so Emma can and Banshee can like um find Paige Guthrie because Emma has like a certain like telepathic genetic tap thing. Mm -hmm. Some like signal thing. But they're too late for they're too late to save uh, Paige Guthrie because that happened last issue, didn't it? Where they save Everett Thomas, only uh, Paige yeah. Guthrie gets kidnapped. Paige Guthrie so. is with those four yeah. mutants, mm -hmm. but she's infected with the virus. Yeah. Pretty terrible. And then. <sighs> they get there in time to stop Harvest. Yeah. Well, Sabretooth basically does. Yeah. Well, Sabretooth helps save the save the kids, right? Yeah. Why does he do it though? I'm not sure because, like, <sighs> he turns up later on. Well, this happens way before Psylocke and he have their little fight, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, or, or is it? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I think, yeah, this is this is way before, um, before that whole storyline. <gasps> so he's still... Sabretooth is still with the X-Men for a while. And later but not, on, but not a but not a member of the team, obviously. 
Later in the comic season number, though, for a certain period of yes, time. Yes, and I think we're going to be covering that book later on. Yeah, well. I've read some of it in it. Yeah. But we will prepare. <laughs> yeah. And... Harvest tries to kill the mutants. Mm-hmm. Chief saves them, yeah. and then they all fight. And... And we learn, we kind of learn what, uh, we get our first glimpse of uh, Paige Guthrie's power, don't we? Yeah. Because Sabretooth slashes her phalanx thing, and all of a sudden all the skin starts ripping off because of her ripping it off. And she has this weird metal form underneath. Yeah. And here's the worst part. Blink destroys Harvest, disappearing in the process. Yeah. She might have died, or maybe not. And we learn not later on, but that's yeah. much, much later on in The Crusher. I have not read it yet. I want to no. read The Crusher. Yeah, it's very cool. So, uh, what, what about the art? We haven't really talked about the art. We, we, we will, we'll still talk about what we liked and what we disliked about this issue, these issues, and who the MVP is of these two issues. But what do we think of the art here? I think they did really well. I mean, one of them made Emma Frost off of this actress named Bridget Fonda. <laughs> no, that's what I was telling you. <laughs> I know. I just thought I just thought it needed to be mentioned. Okay. Well, there are, there are several there are several parts of the book uh, when uh, when they when they go to uh, well, of Uncanny X Men issue three seventeen, where I always thought that like uh, Joe Madureira who. I love his art. Um, he makes uh, Emma Frost kind of look like Bridget Fonda, and, and he really um, shows it yeah, when she she's was showing. Quite a, she was quite a popular actress back in nineteen ninety four. So <laughs> back in nineteen ninety four. Why is that funny? Because kind of is. Because what? <laughs> it's just kind of like back in nineteen ninety four. That's like... This comic is older than you. I know. I'm not 20-something <laughs> years old. Well, uh, I, for one, I remember thinking also when I was when I was buying these comics that um, I wish that Joe Madureira had uh, been on the art duties for the whole... for the yeah. whole... the whole arc. I would have loved for him to do on X-Men Uncanny? and Uncanny X-Men as well. Oh, you can really tell the difference on the covers. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, Banshee. Yeah. The Banshees. Like this Banshee by Jam, by this guy has shorter hair. Joe Madureira. Joe Madureira makes him. Joe Mad. Joe Madureira has. Fine. Joe Mad. Joe Mad ha- makes Banshee's hair shorter. I kind of like that because Banshee's hair is just kind of. I think he makes Banshee look better. On the whole, <laughs> yeah, I think he makes. He also both makes more facial expression, more facialness. Yeah, I but think it's just the style of art. Not that like Andy Kubert doesn't a horrible job at all. I think he does a, a pretty good job, but um, I think Joe could make a little better art. I think Joe's art across the whole arc would have been really, really, uh, better. really, really cool. And it wouldn't have been such a disconnect. Well, for me at least. I think they just need to use one author for the same thing. 
And I don't think they well, need they, to I, make it. Well, yeah. I don't think they need to make it X Men and Uncanny. I think it's just. Well, just, that that happened anyway. You know. Yeah. They weren't going to do any changes for that. But he does make the phalanx the look creepy. Just the way that it goes. Andy, Andy, Andy makes the phalanx look really creepy. Yeah. That's kind of what I like about his art. Yeah. So, who who is our? Uh, who, what do we like about this issue? That these two issues then. Me personally is that no mutants die, except mistakenly one. Well, basically, Mistake no me. mutants die. No mutants die, but we lose one of them, don't we? Yeah, I think she would be a very, very cool member of Generation X. Yeah, that's I kind of thought... what I don't like. Yeah, it would have been cool to see how. Uh, what What if Blink hadn't died? And do you or know what? Hadn't I think disappeared. That, or hadn't disappeared. I think there's like a what if and a what if comic that uh, talks about that. But I can't quite remember what, where it is. Why well, do some there's, bit more research or something? There's just one. There's just one. Abs- there's just one what if about the female Thor and her name's Thordis, and she Weird. it's like Jane Foster and she marries Odin. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, that's exactly what I didn't like. Just blink disappears. Yeah. My MVP, I have two. So basically my MVPs. M and how she escapes and Blink and how she saves everyone. Yeah. I think M is really, really cool. And we're gonna yeah. talk a bit more about M soon, aren't we? M is probably the most powerful, but then she's not so powerful that she's like boring. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are characters that are like so powerful that they're boring, aren't they? Superman. <laughs> yeah. Superman, no one can defeat him. Oh, just make him from another planet and give him all these powers and only make him have one weakness that doesn't exactly kill him necessarily. But we'll we'll leave that for another we'll leave that for another person to discuss. <laughs> I really liked in this issue. I thought um M. I really liked M, yeah. She was my favourite character in this book uh, I thought uh, I thought a husk was pretty cool yeah. but uh, you don't really, really do get anything. to like yeah she doesn't really do anything she doesn't bite or do much I don't think these beginning like people who actually wrote with her did actually that mm-hmm. much with her even in the more into Generation X yeah I, I really like Blink as well I think um, she toughens up it through it she has to yeah she's forced to kind of like put her powers on the offensive isn't she which is kind of cool because most teleporters can just teleport except for some i mean yeah and back at this point we didn't know she was a tele she didn't know she was a teleporter at this point so i just thought she could destroy things yeah though so yeah i think uh m and uh blink are the MVPs. Oh, the MVPs. There was always one thing uh, as well that I always thought was really weird. There's this one panel where, like, they use Blink's, like, uh, name or her nickname. And they, they, like, have this whole... They make her powers uh, make the whole ship that they're on disappear. But the thing that I always thought was weird was, like, the sound effect. It's this massive Blink. (laughs) <laughs> or blink 
you know? Yeah. And I just thought, is that really what Blink's powers sound like? Is there a power signature sound? Or is it like... Blink. 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 And then a big boom. I don't know, that's the thing. Or like, I get like... What, what do you think Blink's powers sound like? <laughs> really? Yes. I would have thought it was like... Whoop. Whoop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. And then a big a little. <laughs> but her destroy it, her destruction power, I think, is a. Oh yeah. Or something like big. <laughs> you should uh, you should go into like uh, voice acting <laughs> with those skills. <laughs> <laughs> though the thing is I think her teleportation not including the portals would be a good blink mm-hmm. like a blink 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 and blah 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 blink blink <laughs> blink and blah 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 <laughs> yes but her teleportation I think it's just more of a blink I think that should be the end of this section so go for it Do the, do that sound effect Okay. Um. You for, you've forgotten it already. <laughs> Wait. Uh. <laughs> and with that. <laughs> so, if Monet's the most perfect mutant, what are her greatest accomplishments or her best moments? We want to know, so we asked an expert. So Monet, what's her greatest success? Uh, I don't really know because to me she hasn't been really in the spotlight as I was expecting her to be. Uh, because when she began in the, the Falcons Confident, I immediately liked her because she was from Algeria and she has uh, some kind of French culture to her. She was really posh, she was really beachy and what I liked it, it was the mystery surrounded her personality because one at one time she was really strong and could fly and was super intelligent and has had uh, limited telepathy I think. Um, at the other at other times she was completely blacking out so this they they implied that she was suffering from autism and but they drip, dropped they dropped uh, the id quite quickly because there was a, a whole mess between her her brother marius who, who were who was in plate of course and with the two twin sisters who were actually impersonating her while she was trapped in pronounced pronounced form it was a bit messy if you ask me but um, so I think I like what I like about her what I I remember about her um, is basically her debut as the this really uh, essential really useful but really not agreeable character and she was a great foil to Paige innocence and Jubilee's enthusiasm and um, 
I liked as well when she were when she was in the X Factor team and she became more uh, dare I say adult and she was pictured more of as a young adult than as a teenager she was really uh, liberated uh, I mean she was attracted to Jamie Madrox and I think they made it I I think I remember that they they made it or at least she made it with one of her one of his uh, clone or dupe uh, anyway so during X Factor she matured a little bit too much for me like it's like she were she was beginning to be a bit caricature of herself like ah, okay she's posh she's bitchy but what else is, is she um what one uh, one thing i found interesting though it's is that uh, she was um uh, how do I say that in English? It's very hard. And she was really proud to be a Muslim, and I think it was really interesting because there was not a lot of uh, Muslim characters back in those days. So she, I remember she answered to an anti-mutant uh, protester. I don't remember exactly, but she said that she was Muslim and, and mutants, and she was proud, and and uh, it was. Uh, a uh, really uh, good moment for her, I think. Um, I think, yeah, th since that um, series, I believe she has been maybe a little bit sidelined. Sli side and um, Brian Wood and uh, David Lopez and Chris Anka, they used her in X-Men, the whole uh, female team led by Storm, but even then, I thought that she was big, really beginning to look really bulky, and she was okay. She can destroy stuff. She's really temp she has a temper. I don't know. I've, I wish. I wish they would have uh, stick to. Yeah, she's becoming. She's basically uh, becoming a young young Emma Frost, like in the way that she's really perfect in every way, and she has really high standards. And she actually became the White Queen for a moment. Uh, I think it was in uh, Uncanny X-Men when she was part of the team with uh, Magneto and Sabretooth and everything. But even then, she, I don't know, she, she she left me a little bit uh, cold because she... It, I don't know, her evolution to me is a miss. <laughs> I wish they would have make her a uh, more interesting character than just a sexy, posh, uh, beachy woman. <laughs> she deserves better, I think. Thank you, Maxime. That was... Yeah, thanks. Some interesting tidbits of information. Yeah. And I, I, I think I kind of agree that there are that Monet Croix, She kind of her debut was better than how she was handled uh, going forward in Generation X. Her debut. Her debut. Her her introduction. Was better. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the introduction was better. But like I, I think the same can be said for Generation X. To be honest. Um, Generation X uh, 
fair it was an amazing introduction the first few ep- uh, issues were excellent and then age of apocalypse happened and we had this amazing like uh four issue arc uh which was generation next uh, in a uh, age of apocalypse except that they all died they well they didn't all die well who didn't husk but at that point, we didn't know. We thought everyone, they'd all died. We thought they'd all, they but all then died. then she came back? Then she came back later. But like not, in Age of Apocalypse? Or? Yeah, we're not yeah. going to talk about that though. Because she's not really important. No, that'll just get us off track. Um, but yeah, I think so much could have been done with her. Yeah. But. They could have done more with her powers than just I'm perfect and stuff. And as Maxime said, there's kind of a whole mess of uh, content where does she have autism? What's wrong with her? Oh, it's the it's her two sisters One and parents and why you know and it She's was all very autistic. very confusing. Uh, and I bet she was kind of trauma- traumatized. Sort oh, of. completely traumatized, I reckon. But here are my Top three favorites bits. with her. Best bits of uh, um, best bits of uh, M. So uh, number one, one of my favorite pe- my favorite parts uh, or favorite things, one of the greatest accomplishments, I think, was getting over herself and falling in love with Everett Thomas, and. Uh, and then there's this like amazing issue, uh, I think written by Brian Wood, um, and uh, drawn by uh, Steve Pugh, uh, and it was in the Four Days arc, and it was ish- uh, Generation X issue number seventy-two. Yeah. And it's about Jubilee and uh, M going shopping for a day out in New York City. Yeah, I think Adrienne is there because. No, she's not. This is after that. Adrian is dead at this point. Oh. Um, but yeah, it was just such a great. Then how did she? Um, how did how did she fall in love with Sink, if he's dead? Because she in... fell in love with him before. Oh. Okay. I <laughs> before read... he died. I've only read four of the Generation yeah. X. Yeah. Sadly. We need to get on that. But. Um, but yeah, I thought there was like this moment in the book uh, where they're both talking about Everett and like uh, Em is like, well, how would you know? And then she turn- Julie turns around and she's just crying and they both have this moment of realisation that like, oh, because you loved him too. And they both loved Everett Thomas. <laughs> Which was just, oh, it was just heartbreaking, but I just love it. Uh, my next, my next one is well. There's a whole bunch of interactions uh, that she has. No, with um, in uh, X Factor, uh, where she talks about being uh, a Muslim, and um, I thought that there's another issue of X Men in the same uh, female centric team of X Men, where G Willow Wilson she um, she has this one issue that focuses on M. And while I hate, I didn't really like the art in that arc. I really loved uh, G. Willow Wilson's um, writing. 
interact uh, well not interaction with writing yeah I love that there was like this nuanced uh, M view of M and there's this difference between how Rachel uses her powers how Psylocke uses her powers and how M uses her powers so there's difference between all of those characters even though they all have telepathy and telekinesis yeah which I which I really liked and then my number three, um, and it's Brian Wood again in that one arc where um, the Archaea arc, and uh, M just goes muck three and flies straight through a building, and she has this huge fight with uh, Enchantress. With Enchantress, but then Enchantress kills her, but then she comes back. How? Um, I can't quite remember, but it might have something to do with. Um, her dying when she was fighting Strong Guy in X Factor, and then he brings her back to life and throws her out of hell. But uh, I love the uh, a couple of issues later where um, M just she's she's the brawler pretty much of that team, and she pretty much like crashes through a building and just smashes uh, Enchantress Enchantress into a crater, and she's like. No, you okay. killed me, you're gonna pay you, basically. I've done a lot of damage to you I could have really really hurt you but now stand down or you're gonna end up like Arkea because Arkea is not getting out of here and I really I just love that exchange and she's all like uh, there's just that moment like uh, where Enchantress is just like yeah, she's like, you're alive. And she's like, bright girl. And before you ask, that wasn't a lucky shot. I just aimed for the largest, most arrogant body heat signature in the building. <laughs> Wait, who did that? Um, Wait, she, she says can, that to Enchantress. See. Well, because she's telepathic as well. Wait, body but, heat? Yeah, I don't know how that works, but it was still very, very clever. Wait, she can detect mutant auras, like auras. She can see auras. That's one of her powers. Oh, is it? It is? Yeah. Oh. Isn't that like an M-plate thing? It is also her power. Anyway. Or at least that's what I research, because I do a lot of research. I've looked up yeah. M a few times because she's kind of cool. Yeah. And i got to memorize all of her powers. But the cool thing about that is that, like, uh, Enchantress, she kind of says to her, why are you, like, why are you hanging out with the X-Men? You're, you're like, a goddess. Like, you almost just killed me. You're a goddess. Why are you hanging out with these people? And she's like, oh, they're, they're my team. And I think she needed a team after all the things that she went through in X Factor. Because basically, her, she needs friends, basically. Yeah, I friends, think everyone needs friends. Like Enchantress, I can get that she doesn't need friends, really. She doesn't want friends. Even she needs a couple of hand, uh, helping hands sometimes, though, doesn't she? Yeah, she doesn't really... She's not necessarily friendly. Yeah. But M and her... Last thoughts on, on M? I really like her powers. Yeah. And Practically perfect in every way. <laughs> except even more perfect. M Poppins. <laughs> Monet Poppins. Monet Poppins. <laughs> or Money Poppins, if that makes it better. Uh, Monet Poppins. Monet Poppins. But Money Monet. 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 Money. 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 
Money, money. <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> money puffins. Again, I think we should say thank you to Maxime for yes. being our expert of the week. Thank you, Maxime. Well, that's all we have time for. This is my RTC X report, and next week we will be doing Bishop. Bye. Bye, and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.